Hello and welcome to the Amazon Women on the Moon segment by segment podcast. My name is Todd Liebenau from the Forgotten Filmcast, and with me, of course, is Rob from the Great Escape Minute. And uh, we are back again to talk about another one of the commercial segments of the film. This is Silly Pate, which I got to admit, it, I'll, this one always grossed me out a little bit uh, when I watched this as a teenager. But uh, it's directed by Robert K. Weiss. Uh, we've actually got uh, a number of uh, people in this sequence, though not all of them credited. There's a lot of uncredited people in this because it has a big party sequence in there, but uh, and were you, were you able to recognize any of them? I do recognize a few of them. Um, I think the the main one that I recognize in this segment is um, uh, T.K. Carter uh, yeah. because he used to show up in all kinds of things. This is a guy who uh, is just you know if you don't know his name, you know his face because he showed up on all kinds of TV shows. He's in some pretty big movies. He's in the Thing. Yes, um, he was. I think that's probably the one that most people are going to remember. But like, uh, I know he was in Dr. Dr. Detroit with, uh, with Dan Aykroyd. Um, but the thing that I, uh, always think about with him is that he played a recurring character on the first season of saved by the bell, which wasn't called saved by the bell back then. The first season had a different title. It was called Good Morning, Miss oh, wow. Bliss. Yeah, I, I don't know about and that. <laughs> it eventually, yeah, it morphed into Saved by the Bell. It, the, the original season of that show did not focus uh, as heavily on, like, the kid characters. Uh, you know, it's not wasn't all about, like, Zack and Screech and them. They were there, but uh, the series was actually built around Haley Mills. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. The, the star of... Aaron and many, many other Disney and movies. And she played... Yes, and she played a teacher named Miss Bliss on the show. And I remember when Saved by the Bell went into syndication in uh, like the mid '90s, and it wasn't just on Saturday mornings anymore. But they they had it playing on like afternoon TV. And I was in college, and I had like only like three TV stations in Peoria, Illinois, and like there was nothing to watch. So I watched Saved by the Bell all the time because there was nothing else on. And they would show these old episodes of um, Good Morning, Miss Bliss under the name of Now Saved by the Bell. And uh, anyway, I'm getting way off subject. No, you're not. We're talking, we're talking about T.K. Carter. That's fine. That's what, that's what we're trying to yeah. do here. He had, he had, a, recurring, he had a recurring role uh, during that, that first season of the well, show. So. Okay. Now, when, when I look at his filmography, what, what jumps out at me was that he was on Punky Brewster. He was... That's right. He was on the first season of Punky Brewster. And... You know, now that I see that, I was like, "Wow, okay, I remember seeing him on that show." He played, he played Mike. Punky Brewster was one of those shows where I remember they hyped it big time when it first started, and um, but it only lasted a few seasons. I want to say I don't think it, it lasted was six. For... Oh, sorry, four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah, so it wasn't like a big. You know, it didn't run forever. And Eighty like eighty-eight some episodes. Shows did. Um, and I, I just always remember that uh, George Gaines, what, who was, you know, command, Commandant Lassard from the Police Academy movies, was the uh, the older gentleman who took in yes. the young orphan Punky Brewster on that show. Yeah, completely. And yeah. I mean, I, I Salim Moonfry also was 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 she was she was cute at the time. And I actually saw a a documentary that she did yeah. recently. That, that was unbelievable because she was talking about the the way that, that ch child actors were treated and why there was so much 
with all of these kids over the years and why a number of them committed suicide mm -hmm. with uh, drugs and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember the name of the, the, uh, it was called Kid 90. That was, uh, that was a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I saw it a few mm. months ago and it was really interesting, especially for, for, for people like us who, who grew up watching all these kids in the 80s and 90s, you know, and, and seeing what happened to all of them because there, there were a lot of problems. So that, that's a documentary that people yeah. should check out if they can. It was, it was quite now, um we 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 kind of skipped over. I mean, there's more people in the in this segment we should talk about, but we've kind of skipped over what this is all about. Uh, you know, it's basically, you know, pate. Of course, I don't know. Have you ever eaten pate? I no, don't think I've, I've ever never eaten, eaten pate. pate. Never. Yeah. So they're 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 doing. You know, the the premise is that this is a commercial about a boring party. Are your parties dull and boring? Well, why not liven them up with the snack food that's sweeping America? And we need to spice it up. So they pull out uh, as a, a something to munch on this silly pate, which, of course, they're, it's food, but it's got all the traits of, of course, the famous toy, yes. Silly Putty. Mm, say, Mike, this is some great pate. It has such a unique flavor. It's more than just an ordinary pate, Bill. Watch. <laughs> So did you ever of have Of course, of course. And the whole thing with Silly Putty. See, I actually never got The whole thing silly with Silly Putty, putty is, is that you it, it was sort of like a, uh, a type of Play-Doh where you can, on the one hand, you know, right. make designs out of it, or you could roll it up and it, it would bounce. You know, if you if you made it into a ball, you could you could throw it on the ground and it'll bounce and it'll it'll work. It was, I mean, it, based on the research that I did, Silly Putty was 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 made out of silicone silicone polymers that allowed it to to bounce and allowed it, it to you can change the shape all the time and stuff like that. And it, it I mean it was it was it was a lot of fun playing with it at the time. But the whole idea here is is once again as as we mentioned in the last segment that we you know that that aired a while ago is the whole idea that that they take two types of famous commercials from the time and they put them together. And so this one, they're taking Silly Putty and they're also taking the whole idea of a, how do you make a party more fun? You know, they start off that everyone, oh, it's a, we're at a really boring party and how do you make it more fun? So, so they had all these different types of infomercials at the time with, you know, different types of maybe, maybe different types of games like Twister and things like that. that, that that's the connection that I make with it i mean did you think of something else that they were trying to to connect it with at the time no no yeah i mean it and i mean this really does look like the most boring party ever i mean the, and I, I don't know that it's because of anything more than these look like a bunch of boring people I mean, they, they definitely all kind of look really uh stuffy and and i don't know they're wearing um you know, they're yuppies. Know, just, they're 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 wearing they're yuppie, yuppie clothes. That's what I was gonna say. They're wearing yuppie clothes and and just they look they look like a, a bunch of less not exciting people at all uh, yeah. in this crowd. And um, and I like at the beginning how they have someone standing there with a plate of of Cheetos and and crackers, and someone in the background is is creating a uh, a pyramid with with these Cheetos in the back. She's got like a bottle of of vodka and Cheetos, and she's. <laughs> <laughs> vodka and Cheetos. That's all some people need, I guess. You know, Apparently. 
Well, apparently not, because you got to rip out the silly pate. So you that's know. right. I mean, is pate? You think pate supposed to be like chopped liver type of thing, or not really? <sighs> I've never been clear on exactly what it is. All I know is that it always kind of looked disgusting. You know, I mean, it's kind of like. I don't know. I, I guess my mind puts it in the same category as like spam, where I'm like, ah, this doesn't look appealing to me at right. all. I mean, what 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 I found on on Wikipedia was is that it's a force meat pie or loaf. So I don't mm. I don't really know what that really means. <laughs> well, they show they, it they in show like us a, a picture loaf form. Yeah, they show yeah. us a picture, but it doesn't it doesn't like look like meatloaf. But maybe maybe what no. you're saying, maybe it's like more processed type, so that it's that it comes spam out spam loaf. Yeah, it's well, and I mean, the scene where they actually show them eating it, it just looks disgusting to me because it's like all. Well, no, before know, before we get to eating it, well, let's talk about the fact of, of the fact that with one of the things you could do with Silly Putty, you were also able to take it and put it on um, comics, uh, comic strips, right. and it would pick up the image. And look! It picks up your favorite comic strip for it, and that's what also... that was the coolest thing. Yes, about it, yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. And like you have the, the the guy puts it on, and he holds up a thing with Popeye, where you can see that he says uh, "Ahoy!" but it's written backwards because that's what uh, he actually did. And then you have someone else holding one up that says uh, "Doonesbury." Now, I, it's hard to read exactly what what they're saying in this Doonesbury. Uh, cartoon because obviously everything is is backwards there also and then he takes a bite into it now you know they put it on these type of crackers you know they have them eat it and you see that it that it's stringy whatever this this pate maybe pate is supposed to be stringy and then they have a woman saying it and she's she says in a very seductive type of voice and i'm eating beetle bailey i i always took that to be that she's saying it in a very uh sexual way you know that she's she's implying something much more here when right. with the way that she's saying mm-hmm. it, because of the way she says it. Now, what what's even funnier is is that when she, if you see what she took a bite out of, she actually took a bite out of Sarge, not out of Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey's sitting there with with a with uh, holding a banana <laughs> that he's oh eating, <laughs> and she actually she actually just bit off bit off Sarge's pants. So I, I, I thought that was pretty funny the way they did it. I have that. a feeling they chose a frame with a banana in it very intentionally. <laughs> probably. Probably. I used to read Beetle Bailey when I was a kid. That was, so that was one of the ones I used to always read. I mean they mentioned Doonesbury in this and you know, of course when you're when you're a kid and you're looking at the Sunday comics, you know, Doonesbury, you're not the target demographic for it. So Doonesbury, I was like, what's the deal with this? This isn't funny. This is dumb, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Beetle Bailey, I used to read. And I like that they show Popeye because I'm a fan of Popeye. I like, uh, you know, the animated Popeye shorts have always been among my favorites. And so it's fun to see the comic version. Now, I got to ask you, though, do you do you have any idea of, like, you know, the the comic origins of Popeye, you know, how, how that all kind of played out. Oh, I, I used to know this. There is something I, I, I can't remember it right now. So I will, I will let you enlighten us all about that. So uh, Popeye, of course, uh, was not the original lead character of the comic strip that he's, he appears in. Originally, the comic was called Thimble Theater, and it was uh, created by E.C. Seeger. And um, the comic focused on... Uh, primarily olive oil and her brother who do you do you remember her brother's name it's in the movie of course wimpy no 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 Wimpy's not her brother 
Wimpy's not no, their brother. No, no. Okay. I'll gladly give a. I'll. 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 I'll uh, was it? I'll gladly pay for a hamburger yeah, tomorrow I'm for glad, a hamburger. Pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. For Wimpy's a hamburger not her brother. Today. No, yeah, Wimpy is not her brother. Um, right. But so the last. Br- oh, Brutus no. is not her the brother. The last name, of course, is what? Olive's last name is Oil. So what oil. could go with oil? Uh, Cottonseed. Think about, uh. What, uh, you know, like think back to watching like old, old, Black uh, oil. you know, short subjects <laughs> with like the little rascals. And if they had to get some medicine, what did mom give them? Castor oil. Castor, Castor, Castor oil. is Olive's brother. So the original... You could have said "Stand by me, oh. stand by me." They also is didn't he drink castor yes. oil? Oil? Yes, before the right pie before, eating contest. Right before the uh, so the yeah, pie so Thimble contest. Theater yeah. focused on um, on olive oil, castor oil, and then Olive's fiance at the time, whose name was Ham Gravy, and that character also appears in like the um, the Robert Altman film. But anyway, um, so then it, I mean the the thing went on for like ten years or something like that. Uh, and and was quite popular. And then in one storyline, they had to go on a sea voyage. And so they need to go hire the sea captain. And the guy they end up hiring is Popeye. And the character became so popular then that um, eventually the things morphed and the comic was no longer Thimble Theater. It was Popeye. And the whole thing was about Popeye. And he became the more famous character out of the whole thing and that, um, and, uh, you know, became an icon. So, um so yeah, for for a long time, the comic that birthed Popeye wasn't about Popeye at all. Wow, that is actually really really interesting. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, I never would have thought uh, about that. Jumping back though, uh, you know, we talked about T.K. Carter. There's a few other people uh, we should mention that are in there. Now I can't necessarily pick them all out and such, but I did read that one of the people at this party is Ira Newborn, who is not known as an actor at all he's known as a composer for film music and does the the music for a lot of like um you know john landis's films and and things like that yeah the that's gun. the thing i always think of he's blues brothers 48 hours naked gun. yeah wow yeah i love that wow that's really interesting. that naked gun theme you know and the title sequence that goes with it that's just iconic to me but um but we need to talk about this woman that you mentioned. Which wait one second, one second, one second. Who do you think he is in this uh, this guy? Ira? I was trying to figure it out he's... because I was looking at a picture of him, which of course is like you know more recent, so he's older and such. So I couldn't quite place it. And he's got a beard. Yeah, I thought for a moment he might be the like the host of the party guy at the beginning, who's kind of standing there with the with the the tray of food and, and, you know, is bemoaning how the party is not going well or, or things like that. But wasn't it, wasn't it TK's TK's party? Well, that's the thing. The credits list TK as, as host, but I didn't get the impression that he was the host because there's a scene where he's talking to a guy about, Oh wow, this is really great food. You know that. And so I thought, well, why would he be saying that if he's the host? Um, but right. Okay. I don't know. There, there is something to that. That actually makes a lot of sense with but what yes, you're the saying. Lady who, the lady who talks about eating Beetle Bailey, okay, is an actress named Karen Montgomery. And again, is, is someone who I, I watched and thought, well, she looks familiar. I can't place her, but I, I've probably seen other things that she's been in. But uh, the thing I found most interesting is that she is in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. 
in the first season. Yes. That mm -hmm. has a, a big similarity to the movie within a movie of this film, Amazon Women on the Moon. Um, because that segment that they cut away to several times is about these dots who go to the moon and it's ruled by women. And, and, and in this episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, which I know I've seen, but it's been a long time since I've seen it, she plays the female ruler of a planet where women are the ones in charge and men are much smaller and weaker and, and the women are, are the ones that control the men. And of course, you know, like Riker shows up and has the hots for her and she's got the hots for him and, you know, in true right fashion. But I thought it was very interesting that she's, you know, basically uh, in a modern take on that Amazon women on the moon type of storyline. Oh, wow. That is actually great. <laughs> I mean, she she actually passed away a few years ago. She passed away in 2015. Mm. I, I, I think I read the term. Mm. Yes, she passed away of breast cancer. What they basically said was, is that did you did you take a look in the? Well, what what I was what I was starting to say is that that she was in a lot of Joe Dante movies. Ah, okay. She apparently she apparently was was uh, quite often used used there for a lot of a lot of his different things. Now, when the party gets going on this, did you see uh, kind of take notice of what some people are doing in the background with the, with the silly pate? Yes. Yes. The, the one that I thought was the weirdest yes. is that there's a guy in the back that's that's tossing it in the air and twirling it like he's making a pizza. Yes, you'll never have a dull, lifeless party again with silly pate. That's right. There's a guy doing a pizza. There's there's a, a guy juggling. You have TK mm -hmm. jump roping. They're doing a tug of war, of course, is one of the things in there. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's also what what looks like a sock just hanging on the wall there, which. I'm not sure if that's meant to be a sock or if that is supposed to just be a phallic symbol that they throw in there. Now, I'm trying to, I'm <laughs> I'm trying not really to remember sure. if in some of the ads for Silly Putty, if one of the things was like you could stick things to the wall with it. I don't remember that. And someone's the, someone's doing the, uh, what, what's that called when, when you, like the, where, where you have oh, rubber bands in your hand like and you do a certain shape and, and then the other person has to take them? Yeah. Yeah. So they have someone doing that now, also? I think that silly putty or silly pate would snap if you're doing a tug of war with it, though. I don't think it was that strong. Probably. And then they also have two characters doing a tug of war uh, by by pulling gross. it with like their I mouths. <laughs> it's gross. That's like the... Yeah, exactly. And 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 the, the tagline is... <laughs> Which, great, you know, I mean, high. that's something I look for in, in all food items, don't you? I mean, if you go to the store and you're shopping, you look at things and you go... Silly pate. Available in all fine gourmet shops and toy stores everywhere. This probably tastes great, but does it bounce high? Yeah, Apparently. Absolutely. And if it's silly so pate... So I don't know. Would you, would you try silly pate? I don't think so. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> absolutely not. All right. Do you have anything else, Rob, or if we... we no, uh, I'm, good. I'm good on we, this one. We have oh, actually, I, I just wanted to say one last thing, that I think that from what I can under, from what I can see, so the, the character played by Ira Newman is, I mean, according to the credits, he plays a, uh, someone named Fred, but I think he's the guy who, who's doing the Doonesbury. Ah, okay. I have a feeling that he's, he's the one who's there because, because of the fact that he's credited. Mm -hmm as someone who spoke and there, there's only four people who speak. Really. Gotcha. So that makes sense. That makes and sense. the other guy, the other guy played by Phil Proctor is, is called Mike. And at one point you have TK Carter's, 
character named Bill speaking to Mike, and he says, Mike, this is great, or something ah, like that. Yes. So. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our look at the uh, Silly Pate segment. Um, of course, thank you for joining us. So again, my name is Todd. Uh, my podcast is called The Forgotten Filmcast. You can find that in all the places where you find uh, your favorite podcasts, and you can follow me on Twitter at Forgotten Films. That's films with a Z. All right, and I'm Rob from The Great Escape Minute. You can find me at the, our website is thegreatescapeminute.com. Our Twitter account is greatescapemxm. Our Facebook group is The Cooler, and our email address is thegreatminute at gmail.com. And be sure to follow the uh, Twitter account for this podcast. It's at a-W-O-T-M-P. That is hard to say, I got to say, you know. Yeah. A-W-O-T-M-P <laughs> uh, on Twitter. So be sure to uh, click the old follow button on that and keep up to date with the podcast. It's easier than being Amazon Women on the Moon podcast. You, you know, Twitter doesn't allow you that um, th- that many characters. <laughs> so I guess you, you sort of need to find a way to abbreviate it. I got I to gotta, I gotta, uh, gotta grill this into my mind and just say it over and over again so I can get it straight. Maybe by the last commercial that we cover, I'll be able to say the Twitter uh, handle without stumbling. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. See you next time. Ain't no fucking Thelma here, man.